0: Is the Taz and Jim podcast? Big congratulations on being the new face of COVID nineteen for Ontario. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Oh, man. <laughs> Your yeah. face was everywhere on the internet yesterday because you were uh, featured in a global news article. Um, Where I had no idea they were writing this article. By the way, yeah, all right. I, I,
1: I swear, I got a call from a friend of mine yesterday, and he said, "Hey, great article about you getting COVID nineteen over the holidays on uh, on the Global News website." And I'm like, ah, "Good one!" <laughs> He's like, "No, seriously," and he sent me the link, and I was like, "Oh, wow." I I, th- I did an interview, um, our friend Devin Peacock from Global News Radio said, hey, can I chat to you what, about what it was like to get COVID-19? I said, sure. So I talked to him thinking it was going to air on on the uh, on the radio, and I didn't realize there was going to be a print version to,
0: you don't say <laughs> to go along
1: with the story. You yeah. don't
0: say, because if this was what you wanted them to write down and make sure they got it exact, <laughs> I would have to question your sanity. It's the free, it starts off weird, too. The, the, the headline is, thank you, Santa. Taz opens up about COVID-19 diagnosis over the holidays.
1: See, this is the difference between reading something and hearing someone. I was like, thanks a lot, Santa, was, <laughs> was the intention yeah. when I said it, because I found out that I tested positive for COVID on Christmas Day. So I was like, oh, great. Thanks a lot, Santa. I got COVID for Christmas.
0: So that without my. I thought, I thought you thanked like, Santa because thank you love attention.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you, Santa. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, I'll keep reading here. Thank you, Santa. Taz opens up about his COVID 19 diagnosis. Longtime radio personality is adding his name to the list of local residents who have contracted the coronavirus during the pandemic. Taz revealed his positive diagnosis publicly for the first time Monday morning, telling listeners and co host Jim Kelly, oh, thank you, that he had been tested for the virus at the hospital over the holidays and received a positive diagnosis on Christmas Day. Quote, the anxiety, I'd say, was the worst part because we spent a year seeing and hearing the horror stories about what the disease can do. So when you get the word about testing positive, you kind of freak out. Understandable. This is all good yes. so far, Taz. This is a great article so yeah, far. Yeah,
1: this is what I want people to know: is uh, you know the anxiety levels are so high when you get this thing, but you just gotta listen to medical advice, and they'll get you through it. And uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where the article takes a turn, huh? It takes a takes a Tazzy turn here.
0: Uh-huh. it goes on here, Taz's quote, I got a real bad sinus headache, lasted for a couple of days, in addition to the loss of smell and taste, which lasted close to nine or ten days. Taz says, we had a beautiful prime rib all ready for Christmas Eve. I still ate it, but the hot horseradish wasn't the same, he said. And that's a warning, he added jokingly. If you do lose your sense of taste don't try and show off by eating tons of hot food because you don't lose the other end of the transaction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was—I said that to try and make Devin Peacock laugh. I didn't think it was going to be an official global news radio
0: story online. Taz, you are the new face of COVID-19. This is your response. Everything you say is now scripture. You should know. It, it
1: sounds... It sounds like I'm the new butt of COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, and
0: on that note, it continues. George says he has since been given the all clear from the health unit and gradually regained his sense of smell and taste. Quote, I've never been happier to smell a fart, let me tell you. Quote, end quote. He said with a laugh. Thank God they put jokingly and with a laugh in this or you would just come off like an absolute psycho. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. Uh, I, I'm I'm happy that they that I could be the focus of a news story. My my flaming flaming hot poops and my stinky farts are uh, are now a global
0: news story. Fantastic! Only Taz could pull it off this way. The pandemic uh, comes back to farts.
1: One of our one of our bosses sent me a a text message later uh, in the evening. Said. How did you manage to get two poop references (laughs) into that news story? And I said I didn't even know. I was just trying to let people uh, know that it's possible. You think it's not going to happen to you. You think you're taking all the precautions, and it's possible for anybody to get COVID-19. Just look, it happened to me, but... Then the focus of the story shifted. And I would like to apologize to my wife about the the fart thing because I thought I was getting away with them all week (laughs) long. Lost my smell and taste. These are silent, but they're not deadly. Yeah. When my smell finally came back, I was like, God,
0: I hope they haven't all been like that over the past 10 days. (laughs) Well, the good news is if that happens to you and somebody's like, did you just fart? You go, "Uh, at least you don't have COVID. (laughs) Exactly. There's the new COVID test. (laughs) Ew, you're okay.
1: (laughs) We need to make a pact, Jim. What's that? If we ever have the opportunity to help each other out like this, we have to do it. Uh, All right? Uh, It's nice to have friends like Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson obviously is the quarterback for the, uh, the Seahawks. And in this week's game against the 49ers, Seahawks had the lead. They had the ball with 30 seconds less left in the game. All they had to do was take a knee. Russell Wilson takes a knee. The game's over, right? But last minute, calls an audible, decides to uh, throw the pass to David Moore, who got five yards and then ran out of bounds. Now, why did he do that? Because David Moore uh got a hundred thousand dollars for ending the season with 35 passes and if russell wilson had taken a knee he would have only had 34 passes (laughs) and he wouldn't have got his bonus here's the call
0: 22 seconds remaining it's david moore on the toss from russell wilson Uh, i'm I'm following this we called that play because uh (laughs) David had a hundred thousand dollars if he gets gets that catch. So, you know, it's a blessing to be able to you know help his his family and you know, his daughter and all that stuff. You know, so that's um, it's part of the game. We wanted to get him that catch, and so um, we were able to dial that up for him that last play. <laughs> it's awesome. That is awesome. But imagine if he got hurt or lost the ball on that play, like it, like the most <laughs> inconsequential play, but it was a disaster. Luckily, it worked out for him. How do the owners of the team feel about it as well? <laughs> yeah. They're up there in the box, Wilson. You know, I guess if you won the game they don't care.
1: Tom Brady did the same sort of thing for Antonio Brown in the final minutes of the Bucks blowout over the Falcons on the weekend. He he knew that uh Antonio Brown got his bonus at 45 receptions. He had 42 mm. towards the end of the game. So Tom Brady threw him dumped the ball off to him three times quickly, a couple quick shovel passes and Antonio Brown because of that got a $250,000 bonus. Wow.
0: I wonder what that does to the stats line though. Like let's say Antonio Brown's going to end up being one of the best players, uh, you know, ever or something. Does do the guys like Jerry Rice or whoever get mad that he's, you know, getting the receptions padded basically? if he if he beats the record by 3 yeah you never know right <laughs> well you know who's mad the guys who played the pro
1: line ticket and uh, went with under for antonio brown
0: oh yeah some so some if, guys if lost their money
1: yeah if you're playing pro line towards the end of the season there's a little tip for you look into where these guys hit their bonuses True. because it sounds like their quarterbacks are in on it yeah and and they could if they're they're in the lead at the end of the game, they could just dump the ball off a couple times to run up the stats and get $250,000. Good teammate. You got to buy Tom Brady a nice little thank you gift.
0: He, his God. life is one giant bonus. He has enough money. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. Tom Brady's living a thank you gift. <laughs> Yesterday, we were telling you about this guy in England who uh, he had a bit of a bender. <laughs> Got drunk and realized a couple days later that while he was smashed, he had legally changed his name to Celine Dion. (laughs) I want to know more. I, I I don't know if he even remembers why he did it, but what was the motivation to suddenly think to himself, I've had a good run with my name, Thomas Dodd, but I think going forward I'd be better off
0: as Celine Dion. <laughs> I think he was he was up drinking and he was watching live footage of her old concerts in Las Vegas. I think I think what I read is that he had plans to go to Vegas this year or last year to see her live. It was his lifetime lifelong dream and goal. COVID canceled that. So, you is know. Is this true? This is yeah. So it's like the end of the year, all these emotions are flooding as he's, you know, drinking around Christmas time, listening to Celine Dion and he's just like, "I screw it, I'm going for it. I need a new change. New year, new me." At least he was a fan.
1: At least <laughs> yeah. sober. Like sober he was a fan of Celine Dion. It's not like a Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde thing where yeah. he's uh, you know, a hardcore rocker <laughs> and then when he gets hammered, he gets all soft and goes for Celine. Now his buddies are going to find out.
0: Right. He, yeah. he
1: actually, he, he he likes her music. Oh, that's
0: good. Yeah, he's apparently like a, ma- a massive fan. So, okay. It would be a all funny right, prank so. to pull on your buddy, though. Change his name for him while he's drunk. I don't know how you do it, but if, if a drunk guy can do it and not remember, I'm sure I can convince a friend or trick a friend into doing it somehow.
1: Yeah, I mean, drawing a uh, penis on your friend's forehead and permanent marker when they pass out is is so cliche at this point. Pass it. You gotta try something new. <laughs> uh, we posted the story online on the Tazen Gym Facebook page yesterday, and we asked you if you've ever drunk. You has ever left a surprise for sober you that uh, you discovered the next day or a couple days later. And we got a couple comments here, Jim.
0: I was uh, I was really hoping for a, a, a few more messes, absolute messes, but these are actually responsible drunks. Jeremy Smith says, Drunk me was pretty nice to hang over me. I often woke up to a burrito or falafel on the counter ready for breakfast.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a nice feature. Mm-hmm. When you have the food waiting for you, you know, a little leftover... <laughs> You you don't eat the entire medium pizza before you fall asleep? Oh, amazing. Even if you didn't put it in the fridge, you'll still <laughs> smash that. That's the best gift you can give yourself is not eating an entire pizza before you go to bed. <laughs> because one, it doesn't help with how you're going to feel the next day. And two, you've got leftovers. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Another one says Always in the McDonald do- in the McDonald's app you used to be able to post date your order. I would get drunk and order food for myself <laughs> so it'd be ready in the morning when I woke up. That's pretty handy That's too.
1: Smart. Yeah. You should almost do that before you start drinking. Yeah, there's no need to do that while you're drunk. Yeah, plan ahead. Yeah. Imagine how happy drunk you would be (laughs) if sober you had ordered
0: food to be delivered around midnight. Yeah.
1: And just suddenly there's a cheeseburger at your door. It'd be awesome.
0: Oh, here's one. Drunk me, went to bed one night without a girlfriend, woke up with one, got back with my ex through a series of texts that I did not remember sending her, was an awkward breakup the following day once again.
1: Yeah, the text message thing is a, um, I'm sure, a very common one where Mm -hmm. you don't realize you've been messaging somebody and the next day they start, they continue the conversation and you're kind of joining in halfway through. You're like, (laughs) what is going on here? Yeah.
0: Why did I start (laughs) this train?
1: A nice surprise would always be when you'd wake up and there'd be money in your wallet. You're out at the bar partying and you'd wake up the next day. Remember going to bars? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'd wake up the next day and you, you'd have money still in your wallet and you'd be all excited. But then you'd realize that you'd hit the bank machine three times the <laughs> night before. you find so a statement this, in your
0: wallet too? Oh,
1: no. Celebration is short-lived. <laughs> Here's a text message, and you can call or text us anytime here if you want to join in the show. one 833 and Jim. That's 1-833-829-6546. Taz and Jim, the greatest surprise drunk me ever left sober me was uh, a couple days after a bender, a Snuggie showed up at my house. Remember
0: Snuggies? I like that, yeah. Uh, the, it's a blanket the, with arms. It's a blanket you can wear. Yeah, it's like a bathroom for <laughs> chronically lazy people. Someone was
1: watching some late night TV, it sounds like. They saw the Snuggie commercial. was like, you know who would like
0: that? <laughs> Me in a couple days. That is like getting yourself a present. Because the package comes, right? You have no idea what's in it. That's like Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. except you're confused
1: when it's addressed
0: to Celine Dion.
1: <laughs> what? A package has arrived for Celine Dion. <laughs> Where'd they hide? It's everyone's favorite game about hiding things. Our contestant is Chantel. Hey there, Chantel. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys too. Yeah, we got uh, possibly $100 in Lotto Max tickets for you here. All you got to do is multiple choice. Guess where the people in these stories were hiding things. If you do it enough times, you're a winner. Now, remember, one of these stories is the Daily Dumper. There is always one story about somebody hiding something in the bum bum area okay and if you think we're dealing with the daily dumper you have to yell that out before i give you the multiple choice options okay so if you yell daily dumper you'll hear this noise (laughs) and uh we'll let you know if you're right or wrong i'm glad you're chuckling here i'm glad you (laughs) a sense of humor about this uh we'll start with this story Chantel. Police in England have arrested a delivery driver for attempting to smuggle some crystal meth uh, to someone who was under forced quarantine in a London hotel. Where'd they hide it? Did the delivery driver hide the meth in a hamburger and a milkshake, in the crust of a pizza, or wrapped in the newspaper with some fish and chips? In the crust with a pizza? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's a stuffed crust, but no. <laughs> it was the old hamburger and a milkshake. Wow. So Syringes awesome. were in the milkshake. The meth was in the burger. Wow. <laughs> that's called getting extra the shakes topic. after you do the yeah. crack, not before.
0: Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> Next story. Let's stick with uh, the U.K. here and with a bit of a food theme. West Midlands Police say this was one of the most unusual incidents they had to deal with in 2020. They caught a British man trying to sneak a samosa into jail because he was afraid that he wouldn't be able to get any decent food in there. Where'd they hide it? (laughs) That's samosa, not mimosa. He He didn't have a glass of orange juice and champagne hidden. What is samosa? It's like a, like, almost like a Hot Pocket thing. Yeah, Isn't it's like it a, a little jam?
0: pastry, like a deep-fried pastry thing. I don't know if I've ever eaten one, but it's uh, okay. a deep-fried baked pastry that has, like, potatoes, peas and so it. So he, he was trying to smuggle the samosa into jail.
1: Did uh, he hide on. it? Daily Dumper? Oh, Daily Dumper? Oh, go. she's going Daily Dumper. A food item? <laughs> you <laughs> never know. <laughs>
0: You're right. Oh! That is the daily dumper. Oh! And this guy's worried about not getting decent food in prison. It's got to be better than butt samosas, even if it is um. gruel.
1: <laughs> uh, the cop who arrested the guy uh, gave this quote. He'd, he's obviously not read our positive TripAdvisor reviews. So he's saying <laughs> the food in the jail's pretty good. <laughs> but oh, <my> samosas. <laughs> What's on the menu today? Oh, butt samosas. Mm. Yes! (laughs) My favorite. Must
0: be Tuesday.
1: (laughs) Okay, last one. This is for the win. A construction worker in Mexico was caught having an affair after his mistress's husband found a tunnel running from his house to his neighbor's house. Where'd they hide it? Was the entrance to the tunnel hidden in the bedroom closet? Was it under the couch, or was it behind a poster? I would say in the bedroom closet. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you another guess. In the bedroom closet, under the couch, or behind a poster? Under the couch? Which it, Under the couch is
0: correct, yeah. Glad it was your Daily jumper. That would be a big surprise. <laughs> uh, what's my neighbor doing crawling out of there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you cheating on my wife
1: in there? <laughs> yeah, behind a poster, uh, too obvious after Shawshank Redemption. You can't get away with that one anymore, right? This is an amazing oh, story, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk more about this story coming up. Guy tunneled <laughs> from his house to his neighbor's house to have an affair with the guy's wife.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: Congratulations, Chantel. You've got $100 in Lotto Max tickets. Could be a millionaire, courtesy of Taz and Jim. And, and, you know, you, you feel like you're doing okay. You're heading into a new year. Things are going well for you. But there's always someone
0: who's doing better. Right, Jim? Yeah, and those people are generally CEOs. Generally doing way better. Uh, this is depressing, man. Yeah. there there A new article came out. CBC re- uh, released it, did some uh, research. Didn't take them long to figure it out, but they uh, did a little math, and they figured that um, the 100 best CEOs in Canada, they have already made, so far in the year 2021, more in the first four days than the average Canadian salary. So let me just put that in. In four days the richest CEOs in Canada have already made $54,000. Only uh, 361 more days to go for them <laughs> to keep raking it in. That is mind-blowing. Like, right. I, like I know like, the, the average um, salary that the 100 best-paid CEOs in Canada have is $10.8 million. But when you really break it down day by day, it's mind-blowing. That's $10,000 a day. Ten point eight million is their annual salary. Yeah, and in four days they make fifty-four thousand dollars.
1: I'm looking at the article here. So their salaries lower than that, but they're getting payments like from. They're getting expenses. They're getting bonuses, shares in the company. So uh, yeah, it works. and it works out to a crazy amount of money.
0: Okay, so I get, it's it's all the money that they make in a year, not just their their salary, but still. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. They're making more money than we are. Yeah. Yeah. I, none of these CEOs, if they got any help from the government in, in with the COVID relief, they should not get any bonuses. Those bonuses should go back into the system where they should have to pay back the money. You know they are,
1: the, the, you know, they know they don't work the system. That's I why know. they're CEOs. Right. Yeah. They, they, they know the loopholes. They know how to get through them. They know how to get around them.
0: Yeah. You don't get rich and by cutting a lot of checks.
1: Exactly. Wow, I wonder how much money we've made so far this year.
0: I think I made $40 yesterday. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> After taxes and groceries, I'm crushing it. That's pretty good. Huh. That's the
1: kind of thing you don't even want to know. It's, it's, I, I don't what would you do with that kind of money? I don't The average <laughs> the average person like you and I can I can't even fathom making that much
0: money. You buy an island, you make a fight club. And uh, you live like a rich person does. What haven't you been reading the news? <laughs> have you ever hunted a human Taz? Come on. Well,
1: you haven't lived. <laughs> uh, I should have gone to CEO school. I knew it. <laughs> should have been a dragon on Dragon's Day. Yeah, why didn't I why didn't I listen to my dad? <laughs> we, we gotta post these photos online. This is dedication here. Construction worker. In Tijuana, Mexico, according to a story in the Daily Mail, uh, dug a tunnel from his house to his neighbor's house so he could have an affair with the guy's wife. Now, the, the construction worker only identified by his first name, Alberto, and he's been cheating on his wife with a woman named Pamela. Pamela's married to George and Alberto, the construction worker. He's got some skills like this is a, a legit tunnel that he dug from his place, <laughs> came out in his neighbor's house underneath the couch and, and looking at this, it's a tile floor. So I don't know if every time he'd go in and out of the uh, the tunnel, he'd replace the tiles over top of the, the hole in the floor because you'd think you'd feel a draft coming through that tunnel if it was just open underneath yeah. someone's couch. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting my there. ankles so cold? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is wild. (laughs) You're literally leaving a trail of evidence, though, back to your home. Like, this is just a terrible idea. George came home from work early one day
1: and caught Alberto and his wife Pamela in the act. And that's when he spotted the hole to the tunnel which he then followed. You're right. He followed it. He got in there. Where does this thing go? And it went all the way to Alberto's house. Alberto asked George not to tell his wife, oh. but guess what? George woke her up and told her there was a fist fight. The cops came to separate them. Uh, we don't know if any charges have been laid, but man, that's almost like a, um, uh, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, that situation. Ingenious. If some guy is that in love with your wife that he's willing to go to all that manual labor to get over
0: there, it's like, okay, well, I don't think I'd do that, so go ahead. (laughs) But you gotta, you you can't, you 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 listen, if you're handy, build a bunker in your backyard. You know, build a tunnel, like a secret tunnel in the middle of nowhere where you guys can go to. Not connect the two homes. It just yeah. it seems crazy.
1: <laughs> Text message here. Uh, hey, you guys said that the guy uh, had the tunnel coming out into the the mistress's house underneath the couch. How did he hide it from his wife on the other end? We don't know. I don't know on the other end uh, if if it, was, it just came out into a garden shed or if <laughs> it came out into his living room or a closet. The couch seemed to be working on the one end, so why not just go couch to couch? Never go couch to couch, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) How do you start digging a hole in your floor without your wife
0: knowing? My Mm. mind is blown. (laughs) Just tell her you're, like, uh, digging a sump pump hole or something like that. She'll never know. Hey, you still working on that? Yep. Making sure the basement doesn't flood, honey.
1: Yeah, unless she's a licensed plumber, probably (laughs) wouldn't... uh... You've been putting in that sump pump for three years now. (laughs) Wheelbarrows of dirt coming out of your basement. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you taking chocolate and flowers down to the sump pump? Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London, or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcast and we'll keep talking.